Uh, hello, are we on the air yet? So, you want to chat all things Hillcrest? Find out what's the tea in D.C. Or who's up and coming in town? And what shows are hot and where? Entertainment, pop culture, and all things drag? Well, you've come to the right place. From the Church of Glam Studios, live from the world-famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill. Give it up! This is GGTV. Hey, girl, hey. Ladies and gentlemen. Live from the Church of Glam Studios in the epicenter of Hillcrest, San Diego. This is GGTV. Sponsored by Absolute, Cornitos, Queen Yasmin Injury Law, 180 Degree Fitness, Cheeky Vimto, Pleasures and Treasures, Leather Love, Interbalance Chiropractic, Shakespeare's Corner Shop and Afternoon Tea, and the American HIV Foundation. Now, let's get to it. Glitz Glam. Work it, mama. What's up? Pickles. Leave a message. Ah. <sighs> uh, hey, ooh, been a she's been a bitch tonight. tonight. Oh, did we pay to play this? <laughs> Hi. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome to episode two of GGTV, girl. We made it a week, and um, we're ready to do some more. The MTA. Yeah, you need to turn her down. Touch my ass. Um, I would like to first start out and welcome my fabulous guests today. Um, To my left or to your right, we have Khalil. Hey, hey there. Uh, We have our birthday girl and queen on the scene, Miss Ariana Grinder. Hello, hello, hello. And my sister. My road dog, yeah, Disco Dolly. Hey, everybody! So, real quick, um, Khalil, uh, everybody, tell everyone where they can find you on social media. Do you have anything coming up soon so they can mark it on their calendars? Oh, yes, you can find me on Instagram mainly, and but on all the socials at KBlue. That is K B L E U X. And um, yeah, I got a couple of shows coming on. Uh, I can't remember dates and times and places, um, but. Follow me on Instagram. Find me there. <laughs> Sweet. And how about you, Miss Ariana? Um, so uh, my Instagram handle is Ariana Grinder, G-R-I-N-D-R one. You know, because there's multiple out there. <laughs> <laughs> and then for my TikTok, it's Ariana Grinder nine, same way. Oh, what does the nine stand for? Just because that was there's just a bunch of them. Oh. <laughs> you <laughs> I know how to go it, down the line. <laughs> I thought it was something more intimate. <laughs> you know. And um, disco. Hi. 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 So Disco Dolly, uh, Instagram, Disco Dolly underscore, um, and Facebook, because I'm over 40, you can find me at my boy named Justin Parker, or at Disco Dolly, but I don't really check that one very often. And I don't do TikTok because I hate it. How do you like TikTok? (laughs) Well, during the pandemic, I randomly downloaded it because everyone was doing it. And then literally, like, it was crazy because... I just would watch videos I never posted, but then I posted one video, didn't check it for like a week, and it had like 100,000 views, and I had all these followers, and I was like, what? What the fuck? <laughs> and then I was like, uh... Can oh, you guess? I can do this? And then, yeah. Sure. It's like, okay. Wow, girl, did you whip out that dick? What did you no. do for 100,000? <laughs> no, it's crazy, and like, now I have like videos that have like 3.4 million. What? And like, it's crazy, like, I'm just like... Wh- Oh, what? she's famous. She's famous. Oh, she's famous. Oh, oh my God, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like there's one other thing we have to mention about you is your uh, your studio, your 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 side. Oh yeah, yeah. Girl. You can also. I, oh my god, I've been drinking um, absolute vodka all morning <laughs> long. So um, yes, I also have a side gig, Justin Parker Studios on uh, Instagram. So I do microblading and SMP, which is scalp micropigmentation, um, and I specialize in men's microblading and hair tattooing. So I know it sounds a little funky, but as someone who started receding hairline at 22. And Me never, too. Exactly. And Same time, never yeah. had good hair to begin with. Um, about six, seven months ago when uh, you started with, how long has it been now? Uh, it's a bit almost a year. Almost a year. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had talked to me about it and let me tell you, I'm so happy with the results. Yeah. Like, I have always like trimmed my hair very short, but I, you know, you could see the balding patterns and the SMP, the micropigmentation, scalpel micropigmentation, <laughs> is amazing. And I have people um, comment like, "Why don't you grow your hair out?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Because it's not there. It's not real." <laughs> So uh, kudos to you, and if you're if you're oh, looking for that, uh, definitely check her out. And you've done some amazing work on some brows around town. Yes. And congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. With that, I would like to lead into a new little piece that I felt was um, would be positive for this moment. Um, Khalil is a word wizard, um, and I love everything that comes out of your lips, and they are gorgeous lips at that. Wow. Um, so we would like to start our little podcast off with a motivational opening moment. Mm. All right, hey, it's Sunday morning, baby, and we are here at the GGTV podcast. It is glorious outside and the vibe is right indoors too. We are reminding you today to uh, spend some time loving on yourself. Wake up, spend a little moment in that mirror. Say hello, gorgeous. Kick that stranger you woke up to out of bed. Get out, get to do something. We got vibes going on in Hillcrest. There's a farmer's market, there's a bar, there's a party. And all we're missing is you. So get up, have fun, get down here. It's time to church, y'all. Yes. Yeah. Can I get a gay man? Gay, gay man. man. I just love motivational and affirmations. I think they're so important to take a moment in the morning. Absolutely. For yourself. And right now I am so much on that kick. I'm sure you've seen it. I am beautiful. I'm loved. I'm safe. I'm free. I don't need to be like them. I just need to be like me. Yeah. Okay, yes. Come on. And Girl, we got that, another poet at the table. Oh, okay. oh I, I, that, I, I can't take credit for that. That was, uh, that was on TikTok. <laughs> God damn I, I it. Said, I said it. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to get into it. You know, I, Disco is my special guest today, so we're going to give her um, first class um, treatment. And the reason I brought you in, not to mention you're my sister, and we go back. You know where all the skeletons are. I do. Uh, I know where go, they're hidden. We go way back. Um, almost... 20? So 2004. Oh, wow. So we're 2004. Going on, wow. We're going to be hitting 20 years soon. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I really wanted to share the fact that you fucking blew me away <laughs> when out of the blue, the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And then this bitch said, I fucking hate Trump. I hate this country right now. And I'm going to take off to Turkey. 
<laughs> yeah, that's basically how it went. Why? I mean, why Turkey? Because our friend Dennis. Yeah, yeah. So we originally, uh, and I, I'm going to be saying we a lot. That's me and my boyfriend, Luis. Um, so we just before the pandemic, our, our our plan was to go to Italy and to around Italy. Of course, that did not happen. Uh, pandemic hit. Everybody was grounded. But Dennis, our our very good friend, uh, moved back there with his parents because he's Turkish, and it never closed for travel. So we were always talking to Dennis because we were super jealous that he was there, and he was, and he said, "Hey, Turkey never closed. Get your ticket. Come here. We live in a little, um, very liberal seaside community. It's on the Aegean Sea. You can see the Greek Isles. Like, I, I have a place for you to live. Just come." Everything uh, we'll figure it out. It's okay. And I talked it over with Luis, and he said, "Fuck yeah, let's go." And so within just like a couple of weeks, we packed everything up and bought two one-way tickets to Turkey. <laughs> Iconic. That's <so> <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, that's crazy. I feel like we have to mention that um, she is a chicken hawk, and I think <laughs> Luis keeps her on her toes and young and sprite. <laughs> well, that is true, but but I am the traveler. For sure, this he, is true. He has not left the country until he met me. So, uh, yeah, you're you're opening him up yes. in more ways than I, one. I, 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 I was one of the ones to open his flower. So, oh. Oh. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Flowers are beautiful. Yeah. You smell them, you lick them, and so then you are fuck buttholes. them. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was uh, talking about. I know, I know, but <laughs> why beat around the bush? So in Turkey, it it's not legal to be gay, correct? So no, it's I mean. Okay, so here here's the deal. So Turkey split up into two two sections, the east and the west. The east, it is very close, obviously, to Syria, the Middle East, and all those places. So it is extremely Muslim, and it is extremely conservative. And as a gay person, you either do not go over there, or you hide it as much as you possibly can because it can it can turn into something very dangerous and and very bad for you the west side is a is is a bit different especially in the community that we were in it was called gimschluk so it was on a little peninsula um bodrum which is a huge um uh tourist area a very high-end tourist area a lot of uh german european eastern european russian tourists all that kind of stuff so it kept it very uh open and very liberal and especially the little tiny town that we were in village um was like an art community um and they did have uh like a gay restaurant and a very open um um they were fluid. Play. Yeah, they were very, they were very open and very accepting. Yes, and it wasn't a thing, uh, especially because we were Westerners. So that's also a thing because um, because we were Westerners and because we did not look Turkish, it was okay because they would look at us and be like, if we were holding hands or something like that, and if a very uh, conservative Muslim was walking by, it was it it was more of okay, well at least they're not Turkish. Like, like, kind of vibe. I remember giggling because I think right before you went there, uh, Luis dyed his hair pink. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that's Storm one way to place. blend yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Blend. <laughs> and and he does look very Turkish. He got he yeah. got like um, mistaken for a Turkish man. He's Mexican. I could see but that. But he got yeah. mistaken for a Turkish man. So did he get a lot of 
dirty no, no, looks? No, no not at all. No, we just, we, we were very mindful. I mean, when we were traveling, say, like in Istanbul, Istanbul is very 50-50. You know, it's one of the largest cities in the world, and it's the gateway to everywhere, basically. So it's very 50-50. So you just had to be mindful of, like, where you are in any major city. Be mindful of the, of the places that you're in and be respectful. Absolutely. So... Are you going to go back? Yes. When? So we're going back in February for we're gonna we're gonna go back in February just to go see our family that we made there and hang out and see and, and do all those things. But within I think I'm gonna say nine months, but I don't know if it's gonna be that long. <laughs> um, we do want to move back, and I think we want to make it permanent. Oh, um, wow, permanent. And, yeah, and. It's like a 50-50, you know, it's that double-edged sword, you know, like I don't, I I love San Diego and I love my sister and I love um, my friends and my family here and all that kind of stuff, but it's like, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity and, you know, and I always, and I have to keep telling myself, like, even though most Americans don't get it, it is only 12 hours away. Like it's only 12 hours. So it's like, if you want to come, you just get on a plane and you come. Right. If you want to go home, you just get on a plane and go home. I think travel is, has a lot of stigma around it about, about you know, traveling across the ocean. And I think Americans are very scared and very ignorant about long, like, long travel. But it's, it's only 12 hours. Like, you can sit in a car and, tra- and, and, you'll, and you'll drive across the country for 24 hours like over multiple days, but you won't get on a plane for 12 hours and visit an entirely different culture. But I think what you're saying is so like important because the truth is most Americans won't get in their car and drive across country. That is true too. So many, like we have been directly educated into that ignorance around travel and taught like limitation in such a way that some people never leave their hometowns. Some people have such a mystery about even what's going on on the East Coast that live here that that we haven't had that experience, let alone like charting territories that we know nothing about and have been also taught directly are not safe for us or are less than us or not places to go you know absolutely there's so much um there's so much dangerous rhetoric around like travel and i think um like intentionally to limit our perception of the freedoms that we have right because i think in countries like turkey or people who lean into the privilege of traveling Mm -hmm. understand that it is as simple for us in america to get on a plane and go right yeah it's it's a ticket away and it's really not expensive people are like oh i'll never have that much money no i'll never have that much money but bitch uh, if you research like i think the last time we went to turkey we paid 500 dollars for a one-way ticket to turkey and i paid 400 to fly to Florida. <laughs> yep. <Ew>. Like, <laughs> it's outrageous. I, but Florida's so much worse than Turkey. I know, but it's where my family lives and I had to go. I feel no. like Florida should be paying you to fly exactly. to Florida. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Can we all say gay? Gay. gay. That's for Florida. Yes. <laughs> I was literally just there and I literally got off the plane and I was like, posting, I was like, gay. 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 For the very Gay. first time to Miami in South Beach. It was yeah. awesome. Did oh, you good. Oh, I'm glad you got to go to Miami. That's yeah, good. And I'm glad I did for one day. Okay, good. It's yeah. cute. When the gays got out of quarantine, everybody went to Miami. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it was no no hold bar. It was ba- South Florida was like flicks. <laughs> I literally talked <laughs> no to the bartenders there and they were saying the exact same thing. They were yeah. like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, that's a Republican run state for mm-hmm. you. They're also trying to make drag um, shows illegal. Ugh. So. <laughs> 
speaking of um, legalities and so forth, our normal correspondent, Miss uh, Chad Michaels, is off today. So you're kind of also going to be bringing me a little bit of political yes. correspondence. Um, and let's let's play the intro anyway. What's the tea in D.C. with international superstar RuPaul's Drag Race All Star and Dream Girls legend Chad Michaels? <laughs> Chad has found his way through the ancient underground tunnels of San Diego to the world-famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill. In the daytime, what's the tea in D.C., Chad? <laughs> I, I had told her that I felt that since Cher uses the underground tunnels of Vegas... Yes. To get to the Coliseum, uh-huh. that it was only appropriate. And she's like, "Well, <laughs> the of course." Ancient underground tunnels of San Diego. <laughs> so you're going to um, be the uh, you're, you're Chad Michaels today. Hi. Okay, great. Hi, that makes me feel that makes me feel great. <laughs> you have to amazing. you have to talk with a share oh! tone all day. So we figured today um, we were going to focus on a little bit because I don't th- I don't personally, and I had shared this last week that uh, my husband Anthony and I have made like this conscious decision not to watch too much news because it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. And there is some shit going down in Iran right now that people are not talking enough about. So uh, fill, fill us in with the tea, girl. Well, I just wanted to bring it up because it it is, and even watching the news, I don't watch the news. I, I stay away from it. But I always but I always flip to my like uh, news feed and just see like little articles that are happening like in the afternoon, like whatever. But I do not watch network news. But one thing, I do keep into contact with a lot of people in Turkey every single day. And what we're not talking about, what the U.S. I think has no idea about, because I have talked to people and they're like, what are you talking about? Is the protests that have been going on in Iran for four weeks straight. This is for the woman who was killed in custody, correct? Yes, for not wearing her headscarf. So they have what's called the um, decency police. And so um, it's, I don't think it's actually called the decency police, but it is basically that. It's the decency police. Right. So they go around and make sure that everybody is, all the women are being decent. So wearing their headscarves, not showing their ankles or their, or their, what, their uh, wrists, you know, whatever. It's completely fucked up and terrible. So what happened is that, um, let me make sure I get her name correct. So Masha Am- Amini, Masha Amini, was, uh, d- did not wear her headscarf. She went out and was like, I'm not going to wear my headscarf today. And she got arrested and she was uh, murdered while she was in custody oh uh, with the police. And of course, the police are saying that they, uh, she was, um, she suffered a medical condition and died while in custody. But what really happened is that she was murdered and actually quite gruesomely. And so what uh, has happened since then is that the Iranians have taken to the streets in protest for four weeks straight. Nine, over 90 people have died um, during these protests um, just for, and the, they're protesting the freedom for women. The freedom for women not to have to wear their headscarves in public and to be free to express themselves and not be oppressed in this way. And it has been a horrible, horrible um, experience for them over there. And no one is talking about this. And a lot of people in the U.S. Um, 
unfortunately don't have the access because they only watch network news and of course network news is controlled and they only want you to see what they want you to see and it's bias and all those things that some of us know about so um, you need to get on um, international news and like see what's going on in the world because it's a terrible terrible thing that's happening right now over there so um, with all the positivity um, that we are sending out into the world I would just like to send some positivity out to everybody in Iran and um, show our support for them uh, for what's going on right now because it is it is a terrible terrible situation over there I feel like it's very um, you know on the flip side over here it's just men trying to control women yeah, absolutely. And that's that's what it is. The regime over there is... And Iran actually used to be a very, just like Turkey, a very sexually positive, sexually open um, country. And it... It was crazy when the when the regime came into power, they completely flipped it overnight. And really, really, they, a lot of people died. A lot of women died. A lot of torture has happened, and a lot of a lot of terrible things have happened to the Iranian people. And um, it's a it's a terrible situation over there. So get informed. Get off of U.S. television and check out some news out there that is not controlled by uh, rich people, basically. So absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just find me anything that's not controlled by rich people, please. I mean, my right. pussy rich ain't. White people. Hey, yes. <laughs> Speaking of control, um, I'm, I had a topic that I was going to chat with you all about that I think we all have a little insight with. Um, I, I just learned recently um, that uh, marijuana in many states is still considered a Schedule One narcotic, right. which puts it more dangerous than methamphetamine and fentanyl. The logic there. I mean, it's it's insane to me that that is still happening in today. Yeah. I mean, there are so many positive benefits to the use of THC, CBD, CBN. I think there's like a CBG now too. They're 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 learning CBD, CBD, I mean, all of them. Honestly, we should be making paper out of it, you know, instead of killing trees. Literally. Well, you know, Literally. some people are making paper out of it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Paper, clothes, uh, any anything can be made out of out of hemp. Anything. Anything. It's such a versatile plant. <laughs> but I think what you're um, what you're talking about is so important, and I think the the difficulty there is that um, the difficulty there is that folks don't talk out loud about the laws that were built around marijuana are are directly racist. Absolutely. And came from, you know, the, the Reagan regime era and the war on drugs and all of the um, sort of the brutality that designed our police force and all of the, the laws and things that went around criminalizing uh, marijuana was a direct attack on black and brown and queer communities and meant to to you know oppress and boost the prison system as we know now so what um, what Biden is attempting to unravel with the decriminalization of marijuana has such a like a 
revolutionary connection and it, it is tied to so much oppression and similar to what you're um, describing in Iran um, there's so many folks in our country that have stories like that of being brutalized in in spaces that are meant to support and help them um, and a lot of that is due to the law that um, that, that Biden is trying to deconstruct right now so I'm really right. excited about his boldness for stepping into that arena and and I think that more conversation needs to be activated about just how much of our system was constructed around this inequity. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's amazing. And what you're sp speaking to about Biden is that he has made an announcement that he'll be pardoning any federally prosecuted uh, uh, individuals, people serving time. They will be pardoned and he is going to uh, abolish the, the sentence off of their records, which is amazing. Amazing. Um, but that kind of now it's in the hands of the states, yeah. you know. Um, but it is a step in the right direction. A huge step in the right direction. And I think that folks don't, and there's not a lot of conversation that people may not know just how many folks are currently incarcerated right now for marijuana charges. All of them. Yeah. <laughs> like like 90% of, of uh, uh, prisons are filled with African-American people or people of color that have some kind of marijuana possession charge and it's outrageous yeah it's it's kind of uncanny and when you sort of it sort of becomes like the box inside the box inside the box when you when you begin to look at it and it's really uh, it's really quite terrifying to understand that like our system our structure currently today even in the landscape of you know a dispensary being on every corner now um, there are still people that do not engage in that privilege and what we are experiencing right now in the joy of legalized marijuana there are folks that are like caged right now for those same reasons and we have still not done our work to repair or, or sort of atone to the to the mistake of incarcerating these people for absolutely nothing yeah. or a thing that that has been in use for medicinal purposes all the way back into indigenous times and there's so much uh, it's just so crazy how normalized we have made it to just labeling something illegal or criminal and when we we attach so much stigma and like there's all this rhetoric and all of these things that get attached to folks of colors or even an idea about marijuana users in general Absolutely. and when you when it all boils down to it like the laws around marijuana had nothing to do about marijuana right, right. no it was about it's fucking nancy reagan being a racist bitch 100%. <laughs> That's how you really feel. And I'm excited about getting rid of all of that. Like, yeah. that's, that's the kind of history we need to sever. Absolutely. Yeah. I just Googled it, and um, the Google has said that there is approximately 40,000 inmates currently serving time. Fucking insane. Which is, which is insane. And what's even more disgusting is I just read, so, like, there's over 2 million people in the U.S. in prison. Two million people. Baby, prisons pay our bills. <laughs> I know, absolutely, yeah. Prisons pay our bills. 100%. I know, it's... Those privatized prisons, too. Oh. They're out for profit. Yeah. I mean, that, it's just insanity. Oh, my God. It's an entire complex, and it's all fiscal, and there's so much money attached to, like, bodies being in cages and the volumes of that, and so much, um, like... It's a whole thing. I can. I don't want to get on the soapbox around it, but it's <laughs> I like, know, it's, I, know. I get really, really like activated when I talk about because there are people that in my life that that I I still receive jail phone calls from that went away for years for selling weed, 
and it's like or a dime bag. <laughs> meanwhile, yeah. there are people that are like committing things that are mass murder. Fine, right? White kids can go shoot yeah, up yeah. schools and they're fine and they're okay. Yeah. And it's like people just need a wee because we be stressed out. Like we works, <laughs> it works. <laughs> it does. It's a fucking plant like get over it they don't <laughs> like, want you to do that because succulent. they want you oh, they want succulent. the pharmaceuticals they want the pharmaceuticals but now they're catching on to that ooh we can tax it and make Absolutely. money and it's lucrative and that's fine tax it just make it freaking legal like yes you shouldn't you shouldn't tax it it shouldn't be taxed it should just be free for everybody absolutely but and we need release like, reparations just, Biden so all that tax money all that shit yeah. that we've been making off of marijuana like those folks that are getting it's great that you're abolishing their records and releasing them but there needs to be some sort of stimulus care packages or Give something that that money. tax money yeah. is yes. turned into to really um, you can never 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 give enough money to pay somebody for their time and their life back mm. but I think giving them a fighting chance and, and, and a leg to stand on once they um, yeah, return absolutely. to community is imperative absolutely. not enough just to let them out yeah absolutely absolutely because yeah, you may you may have abolished their record, but I'm pretty sure they probably still have to say like, oh wait, why were you unemployed for 100%. ten years? What were you doing for ten years? Like what what was going on there? So there's that shame again. Like mm -hmm. oh sorry, you're not getting that. Oh, like, speaking hey. of getting oh, something. Oh hello, Will is back. Oh hi Will. Hey Will. Hey Will, how you doing? I mean, it is. It, it is, is Ariana's. It is Ariana's birthday. Yes, is there? Oh I'm yes. so okay. So only because it's my birthday. Only but, because? Well, for the first year of me doing this, I would take so many of them, and then we're not allowed to drink anymore, so I haven't taken any. So Shh, we won't tell anybody. I know, right? Shh, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's your birthday. You Are you technically you on the clock? No, no, not perfect. Okay, take ten. I, I, oh my! <laughs> take them all. Drink them all. What color are we doing? Can we get a um, bottle of absolute vodka up here? Please? <laughs> The, yes, yes. And this is from the Jello Shot Mafia, which I'm sure if you're in on, San Diego, you are familiar. Oh, I'm going to do a Mai Tai. That's can it break? Oh, can you give me a margarita one? Is that yes, a margarita? I'm on a margarita too, baby. Yeah, strawberry or pineapple? Strawberry or pineapple? No, no, strawberry. I'm allergic to pineapples. Oh. Mm. Shall we all? Shall we all do this together? Yeah, yes, we are. Sure. Thank you, Will. Oh, Will. Are you going to do Thank one with you, us, puppy. Will? Why are you wearing shorts? I yeah, why are you wearing shorts? Because there's kids. sexual harassment. <laughs> sexual harassment. You're a shot boy. There's still children. That's part of your time. job. <laughs> I'm so glad you're 20 and not like, and and working in in Miami. Yeah, 24. He okay. looks 15. I know. If you were a working really in if you were 15. working in Miami back in the day when we were, sexual harassment's kind of part of the gig, baby. <laughs> Do a little twirl oh, for us. Will. It wasn't a thing back then. No. A little twirl so the camera can see the ass. You're getting paid to be hot. The People can touch your penis. Come over closer. Yes. Right over here. Walk over in here. Oh, yeah. yeah show, come on in. show the crew. Show the crew. Yes. Oh. This is Will. He's got his delectable delights for you. You can come on down to Moe's or check out Jello Shop Mafia anywhere here in Hillcrest. Yes. John, John taking mafia, over. Baby. We're taking over. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Will. Oh, everybody. Cheers. 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 Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you, my loves. Happy birthday, we bitch. Do this without fucking our lips up. Okay. <laughs> Mm. Okay, Mafia. I got it. We have 11 different flavors, too. Mm. And more on the way. We love more on the way. Ariana more on the way. is part of the Jello Shop Mafia. This bitch serves it up. Literally, that's how I got my entire start doing any of this in Hillcrest. <laughs> Thank you, John Joseph. What <laughs> Yes, I can. So we have pina colada, which is rum. We have Mai Tai, which is rum. And we have blue Hawaiian, which is rum. 
So for tequila, we have lime margarita, pineapple margarita, and strawberry margarita. Mm. For vodka, blueberry or blue raspberry, strawberry, watermelon, which is like a Jolly Rancher, which is amazing. Mm. Um, black cherry, and we kind of do some other new ones. We just got sour apple back, which was a very hot one, and which you know getting into fall. And we used to have. <laughs> You know, can't you know, Martha Stewart of the know, Jello uh, shot literally, world. Literally, I'm like, thank you, John Joseph. Can like, we get a pumpkin spice Jello <laughs> shot? That's, that's in the works. It's in the works. No. Um, oh my God. Also, um, we had Fireball. Oh. And I'm like thinking. I was thinking of Fireball and like doing like apple, like a, like a you know cider, some spiced apple. Fireball. Um, apple. But my favorite of all time is the um, when I made them. Because we used to have to make them ourselves. I was about to ask. So how does that happen? Like, I mean, he's got to have like a little factory at this point. Because Literally, <laughs> yes. He's at he has, every single bar. He has bar. little twinks. Literally, like in a kitchen, so in an industrial kitchen somewhere. Literally, no. Out of his, <laughs> you know, we pump them out. So we used to pump them out of our own, like the Jello Shop people. But now that there's a whole staff and it's a whole bigger thing that's growing even more, um, he has um, other way or other people that make them. And my favorite when I used to make them, I used to make mix blue raspberry and black cherry together, which is such, it sounds so weird, but people love them. They still ask me to this day mm-hmm. for it. And I'm like, well, I don't make them anymore. And thank God, oh, I'm dude, literally- Get you back in the kitchen, because I need one of those. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I need one of those quick. So Jealous yeah. Shot Mafia, uh, created by John Joseph, and I have to say that this, this guy has got such a business head on his shoulders. I mean, he also um, works with LE Parties. Um, he uh, staffs all of our go-go's here at Urban Mo's as well as all around town. Where can you find um, his Jello shots? Which bars um, are you all in? So we are at Mo's. We are at Flicks, Riches, Number One on Fifth, The Rail, and. So every gay bar in San Literally most, every fucking gay bar. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't have Are you at New News? Gossip yet. and the Lost. Shout out to New News. You should let them know that New News is still here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think Disco is out of her absolute cocktail. Yes. We may have to take a little break <laughs> for let's, refills. Let's get back up here. Uh, hello. Are we on the air yet? So, you want to chat all things Hellcrest, find out what's the tea in D.C., or who's up and coming in town, and what shows are hot and where, entertainment, pop culture, and all things drag? Well, you've come to the right place. From the Church of Glam Studios, live from the world-famous Urban Moe's Bar and Grill, this is GGTV. There we go. Oh, we do have to get someone up here to refill cocktails, though. No, leads from absolute, <laughs> absolute cocktail. Um, producer bitch boy, um, can you make this happen? <laughs> Bitch boy, yes. Oh, we're gonna do a little photo shoot now. Oh, yes. Just a little piece. Absolutely, absolutely. Let the people know we're working. (laughs) Um, Can we just really quick, like, where where is? Are you on uh, iTunes, Spotify? iTunes, um, Spotify, uh, thechurchofglam.com will bring you right to um, our podcast. You can listen to last week's as well. Yes. Bitch boy has our information right over there. <laughs> this lovely paper uh, right here. 
Did he get angry and he like did. crumple I, I it up? He, he I, got so angry. Um, so check out our brand new live studio podcast on Spotify, GGTV, also available on our website at thechurchofglam.com. Okay, I love it. And make sure to follow the Church of Glam on uh, social media, on Instagram, and also uh, GG. It's actually Glitz Glam TV. Also has a new Instagram, so we're we're pumping it. Bitch. You know, I love it that you're actually doing this. Remember when we tried to get? Remember when you were working a hustler in in Fort Lauderdale, and yes. we tried to get Hustler to do a podcast that for me and you, and we actually had a meeting there and everything, and we yeah. tried so hard. Uh, yeah. Like wait, and this was bitch. This was like 2000. Six way back, girl. On, yeah, way like, back. This I mean, is before podcasts were like a thing. I honestly had put it out into the universe. I was ready for something new, um, and I wanted to make a change. And um, bitch boy just kind of dro- <laughs> dropped into. Is my- that like your? Is that like your Christian name? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the, it's the government name. <laughs> He's and, British, so. And, and you know, you know, there are Earl in, of Bitch. In our, Earl of Bitch. <laughs> in our industry, you have a lot of people approach you and tell you that they're going to do things for you. Oh, honey. And like, it's almost like, okay, yeah, thanks. Hi, nice meeting you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you never hear from them. Absolutely. Literally. They're going to put you in films. They're going to put you on the radio. Um, Paint you he, like one of the French girls. Uh, right. <laughs> Couch. Um, he's not a talker. He's a doer, and yeah, I'm yeah. really blessed and grateful to have him uh, in my life. Okay. Thank you, yes. thank you. You can't hear him, but we can, and he's yes. got a really sexy. He does, sexy literally, voice. Yeah. literally. <laughs> and he's a hot, he's a hot little say, salt and pepper and daddy too, with a bald head. <laughs> Luis would love turn, him. He's turning red. <laughs> Luis right would now. love him. <laughs> Luis would be all oh over that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay. okay. Oh. D- Enough about the bitch boy. We're gonna go. Let's at- talk about monkeypox. No, I'm just kidding. Po- <laughs> Transition. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's okay. I do have a little a little spiel about monkeypox just to get it out there. Um, one of our sponsors is um, AHF, uh, um, AIDS Health Care Foundation. They're an amazing organization here in Hillcrest. They also have a uh, a uh, doctor's office and um, a <laughs> pharmacy, and it, they have done so many things for me over the years. Um, I have been HIV positive since. I was 19 years old, and about two years ago, my car was broken into in the back. Oh, something's going on down there. A party. Uh, White people. Drunk straight girls. <laughs> okay. We love them, too. We'll take everyone's oh, money. <laughs> so, yeah, my, my HIV pills were stolen out of my car. Like, I mean, I don't know where uh-huh. what they're going to do with them, if they thought they are going to get high. Snort them? I, I don't know. I There was somebody passed out in the alley later on that day. But, <laughs> but um, you know, I went to, um, I won't say the pharmacy that my insurance requires me to go to. I used to go to AHF oh, for many years. Oh, I know years. exactly who you're talking about. We're not going to badmouth them. No. them because you know everybody needs their meds um, but my pharmacy that I went to basically just said um, yeah you're shit out of luck we need a new prescription but of course you know they're not just going to give you a new prescription for a medication that literally costs thousands of dollars five thousand dollars it's ridiculous yeah. um, but AHF said you know what girl we got your back they let me know that Gilead does have a program and you have a two get out of free card with Gilead, they will replace your HIV meds twice. Oh, that's beautiful. It, yeah. In certain circumstances, that this ha- hold on one second. Um, Wait, Anthony, yeah, I'm sorry. can you come here? You need to walk in front of the Who? camera. Can we can can we get introductions? Because he's new here. This is yeah. Anthony. He's Hi, one of Anthony. our new barbacks. Hi, I'm Disco Dolly. Hi, it's so nice to meet you. Yeah. It, he's. Where are you from? <laughs> he's from. Uh, 
our dream. San Jose. This is what happens in San Jose. Can you do, can you turn around again? Again? Ooh. Look at. He's just a blessed young man. He is <laughs> man. just blessed. Are you, you can married? catch him here um, on uh, Saturdays and Sundays, working behind the bar. Well, you know my Tuesday. boyfriend, Luis. He's working yeah, with yeah. him right now. Luis yeah, is yeah. probably very I'll put distracted. in a good word for you. <laughs> Luis is a slut, and we use slut as a term of endearment. Absolutely, we do. Uh, because, you know what? Sluts are good. Yeah, he gets me economy. late. He gets you <laughs> I'm kidding. He, he I'm brings kidding. it all in. Yeah, yeah, I'm kidding. Um, so, on to our next topic. I had um, brought this, I had found this out recently, okay, and this is um, interesting. So, there is a new uh, feature on your Apple Watch that has, in your Apple Watch, your Apple Wallet, which could be on your watch or in your phone, mm -hmm. and in about 13 states, I know uh, Colorado is one, I believe Kentucky's on there, Connecticut, there's, there's a few other, and basically, you don't need your driver's license anymore. All you do is show your phone at a nightclub or a liquor store, and in your wallet, your ID pops up. Which I feel like there's a couple layers here of, A, can't somebody hack that shit and put a fake ID on there? Which is strange, so I'm, I'm curious about the security protocols through Apple on this. But it's kind of bringing us to the prefaces of microchips. And and the question is... Kurt Cameron was correct. Uh, we may have already been injected with them. You know? oh, don't even open that back <laughs> right now. Oh my God. So to microchip or not to microchip is going to be the next little segment here. But before we get to that segment, okay. the um, one of our other sponsors, Shakespeare's Corner Shop and Afternoon Tea. Uh, can I say how jealous I am? I When, when I saw that they made... Because I'm such a tea drinker. I love tea. I drink it every every night, um, and when when you like showed like the, like your Church of Glam tea, I was like, oh my god, that's amazing! And then you and then Chad shows the Chad Michaels tea. I was like, what the fuck? Chad that Michaels has a tea. <laughs> I was like, she, oh, does. She, does. she deserves it. But I am so and jealous. It's good. We're gonna I have to create a, a disco dolly tea. Yes, I, I love that. So the Church of Glam tea is an all-inclusive blend. <laughs> That has a honest fruity slide, slide, slide. slide. Uh huh. Fruity side, a splash of love, but with that always needed spice. Mm. Spilling the tea, literally. And this is a tea with black tea. I don't know how to pronounce bergamot. Give me this. Ber bergamot. Bergamot. It's okay. Black tea, bergamot, orange, lemon, black currants, rose petals, ginger, cardamom, and cinnamon. Yes. Ingredients. To tea or not to tea? I Blended think we should by own. Shakespeare's Corner Shoppy. Let's all take a sip. Cheers. Cheers. I know. I'm kidding. I know. I'm kidding. I feel like I was being white. Let me have my thing. <laughs> we have to get the sponsors' names right. Absolutely. Sorry, but not Shakespeare's white. Corner Shop, six one nine six eight three two seven four eight. Shakespeare's Corner Shop, afternoon tea. Afternoon tea, San Diego .com. It's such a good little shop, yes. and um, they are so sweet down there. They they really they bring you to another level. It feels like you walked right into a little tea shop in Britain. Where, where is this? It's it's not very far. It's down on I think the address. Because uh, right I used to go get my tea at, um, uh, no, 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 
Yeah, they have the pub oh, right there okay, on okay. India Street. I used to get my tea at Old Town, but they closed, and oh. I didn't know about this. So, so new you're gonna tea have to go check spot. Them out. Absolutely, Love that's what it is. Yes. So now let's dig into this next topic. Microchip or not to microchip? It is such... Like, there are so many things that I think of, like, ooh, bitch, I'm going to have a microchip, and I'm going to be able to, like, talk into my pinky and listen with my finger, <laughs> my thumb eventually. I don't need an ATM card anymore. I just, like, flash my wrist o- over a reader. I just... I have many comments. Okay, so I, let's get in it. Let's start down here. Khalil. I can't. Like, I'm very... Uh, I'm just one of those people... This kind of shit scares me. I was like, I grew up watching those movies like Smart House and all of that shit where we used to think it was like impossible or playing pretend or like talking to yourself on your fingers. It sounds funny when you say it out loud, but like the real application of it, it it's a little eerie. And I think that something there are lots of ways in which like technology technology has advanced us and ways in which it supports us and like the generation after us they don't know a world without it. So like I, I hold space for that, but I think that there are certain things that don't need a technological like boost. I think it's okay to like pull your ID out of your wallet, right? And I and I think that there is something to be said about like my information or my identification or things like that being something that I have the autonomy to reveal or show or something that I hold. And I think once we take things like that and digitize them, like in one way or another, they become accessible to anybody and and usable for any purpose. And I think we've seen over and over and over again where all of these smart ideas that are coming out that are supposed to be, um, that are really nothing more but convenience and like just dumb shit that bored rich people are making up to like make our lives more um, dependent on something else. It's just like there's that shit backfires and there are so many ways that people become vulnerable and susceptible and people are experiencing harm because all of their very private, very personal identification is just out there at the at the hands of anybody to use for whatever purpose that they need and I think that us taking this step just feels more dangerous than it does like cool and I, I don't want it <laughs> as a younger individual well you just turned 30 you're not uh, that young anymore she's old girl. as fuck now I'm 30 flirty and thriving <laughs> <laughs> love that movie just watched it last night <laughs> that's a movie oh no sorry 13 going on 30 oh oh, oh my oh, god I'm, I love that movie but I'm, go- but I'm 30 going on 21 because you know, obviously obviously you know, obviously you know and how do you feel about it the convenience or the curse? so I'm just like I think I'm 50 50 as in like I totally agree with him but I'm like also like I'm not gonna go if they start doing like oh would you like to do this I'm not gonna go do it but like if it's something that it's like okay well you have to just like Obviously, I don't think they're going to like pressure us like the COVID vaccine because that's obviously for our health and it's a whole different you know, situation. But I'm not going to go out and get it like unless it's like, oh, you have to have it or you can't, you know, kind of thing. That's kind of where I'm at with that. I'm like, oh. I mean, it's just a matter of time. Literally, right? That's what I was about to say. Like, yeah, yeah. like he said, like literally, like I'm just like, mm. Mm, mm. Disco? Yeah. I. So look, do you have a cell phone? Yes, of course. Do you, uh, do, do, listeners, do you have a cell phone? They know everything about you. Everything about you. They're constantly listening. They're looking at your pictures. They're looking at your personal information. They, have you ever been anywhere where they're taking your finger? Have you ever given your fingerprints anywhere? Have you ever been arrested? Have you ever been to the airport? Have you ever been across the border? Have you ever gotten a passport? Like, yes, these are all things to where now you are constantly being tracked. 
in the in the entire world. Um, and I'm and I'm just saying this to like play devil's advocate. So like. They already know everything about you, and they're already and they already know where you are at any given time because of your cell phones across the globe all the time. So there's nothing that you can actually do about it because they've already put in place uh, these things to track you and to know exactly where you're at. So those those have already been pre-planned and those have already been put into place for all of us. True. Um, now, as far as do I agree with the like say something like the chip like Apple Wallet okay great I hate everything about Apple and I do not have Apple products I I, I don't like them I I just there's a lot of but they're but they're a necessary evil just like Amazon just like Google just like all these different things so you have to kind of I mean I don't want to say pick your battles but pick your battles um, and then with uh, as far as the chip goes like and I think I agree with you where it's like I'm not gonna get it unless they're like well you can't drive a car unless you get a chip well fuck I need to drive a fucking car so I'm gonna get a Literally. chip <laughs> you know like I, I don't on one side yes it's terrible it's evil it's awful but it's also like well I mean it's the it's the obvious next step you know like um, Change and progress are the only constant in life. And they're, with technology going the way that it's going, it's just going to happen. Yes, I think it's evil and I think it's terrible and I, and I, and I think that it's all controlled by a centralized entity, absolutely. But do I also think that we can do anything about it? Uh, unfortunately, no. Like, it's gonna get to that point to where everybody's gonna have to have something under their skin uh, it, whether it be like a uh, left behind with Kirk Cameron like barcode on the back of your neck <laughs> or like some crazy like end of world bible bullshit um, you know but the the, the chip and the, the Elon Musk that fucking psychopath like he is like like Luther yeah he's making crazy shit like brain implants and all this kind of yeah. crazy shit and like he is a fucking psychopath and it's but unfortunately people love it and futurists um, if you follow any kind of like futurism or futurist um, uh, uh, pods or writings or anything like that, it's all going in that direction, and they and they embrace it and they love it, and everybody wants this kind of like futuristic utopia. And whether or not you like it or not, it's gonna happen. So I like no, I don't want it, and I do, and I will not get it unless it comes to the point where it's like I'm sorry, it's like real ID. You, you're not going to be able to track. You're not going to be able to travel or drive a car unless you get a real ID coming up in just a few months. Yeah. So you have to go get Which that real ID. Is microchipped. Exactly. <laughs> but your passport is microchipped. Yeah. Like everything, everything that you have is microchipped. So uh, U.S. I feel like is actually behind in the times because there are countries that are far more like we were talking earlier. England is far more advanced in tracking their their uh, citizens than the U.S. is. So I think that it's just a matter of time before um, the whole, like the global uh, surveillance, it just like gets escalated to, to that point. Sorry, I'll get off my soapbox now. No, no. <laughs> God help us all. God help us all. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I'm fascinated with the concept that I could potentially plug a chip into the back of my head and be able to speak every English Every English, every 
every English, that I can only speak English, um, that I'd be able to speak every language. Yeah. Like, I think that is so cool, but it's incredibly scary, too. Like, who could who could hack into my brain at that point and, right. yeah. and put memories in but my look, head? But look, like, look, like, oh, oh. if somebody time-traveled from 50 years ago or 100 years ago into our era that was of a certain, like, a very religious person, say, that was that was transported to our time. They would flip the fuck out. Like in times, devil is inside of you. Like all these kind of crazy shit. So it's it's all a matter of perspective, really. Like it's all a matter of perspective. Yes, we're living during this now, but in 50 years' time, none of this shit is gonna matter. Like there's gonna be a whole different world of problems that are gonna arise, and something as far as like having a microchip or your ID being tracked is is just going to be the norm you know it's it's just going to be like remember i don't know if you remember this but debit cards yeah. when i was growing up my mother before there was debit cards like screamed yeah like you had your checkbook but debit cards were the sign of satan like they were in times religious like revelations chips and she refused to get a debit card because it was part of the end times and it was looked at as being too far advanced the government is watching you satan is here all these kind of things now and she was right, and she was right. but right. now <laughs> debit cards you cannot live without a debit card you know, and of course it wasn't the end times and, you know, Satan is a construct, but it's like, you, it's these things. So in 50 years time or even 20 years time, because that was like when in the 80s, you know, when I remember that. So in 30 years time, none of this, none, it's, it's hard. It's hard to say, you know, because some of the things that we, that we don't want to happen are just going to become next, like part of who we are in the next 30 years. And it's not going to be a second thought and we're not going to care about it, but there's going to be a whole nother set of problems at that time. Of course. There's always some shit. Absolutely. Same shit, different day. Mm -hmm. David Cope says hello and asked if um, you were going to let me talk. Okay, sorry. <laughs> don't get me don't get me on no, a soapbox uh, with, te with absolute podcast. She's like, to say. So yes, yes. Uh, entertainment is our next little um, little tidbit. <laughs> tidbit. <laughs> what? David Cope. Yes. But before we do the entertainment part, I do have a, a very important event coming up here on the 22nd. Um, we briefly started talking about AHF and um, how amazing they are. And I think I went on a tangent and I forgot to complete the thought. Oh, sorry. I probably interrupted you. Oh, you probably did. <laughs> That's the beauty of this being live. <laughs> so just real quick, on October 22nd from 3 to 6, AHF is going to be putting on a monkeypox clinic here at Urban Moe's. Oh, you can come into Moe's, whether you've had your first shot, no shot, you're looking for your second shot, they're going to hook you up, they're going to take care of you, get you shot up. Um, they're also going to be giving away um, free fentanyl tester kits. Oh, that's um, great. Which, you know, you're going to do your drugs. I, you know, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I've done that. It's behind me now. But if you're going to do it, please, please, please be safe. We have lost way too many people oh in my our God, community so due to fentanyl. Um, so it, it's such an amazing, um, such an amazing event. And kudos to uh, Flicks. They were one of the first ones to actually do a um, workshop on uh, using Narcan um, in our community. Wow. Um, because of that, we do now have Narcan at every single bar 
yes. up and down the strip. Um, thankfully, thank God, we've never had to use it here at Moe's, um, but I have heard in other places. So, um, oh my God! So, if you um, haven't gotten your shot yet or need your next shot, please stop by on the 22nd. It's a Saturday from three to six here at Moe's and um, get you a shot. And with that, Ariana, tell us about last night. Oh yes! So last night was the what the fuck party at Rich's San Diego, and it. W- I walked in and I was like, I don't remember what the theme was because there's no theme. Literally, there was Chris. <laughs> there was Christmas decorations, Halloween decorations, Fourth of July, like every type of decoration for every holiday. There was skeletons with giant dildos um, everywhere. It was just awesome. Um, Adora Dela- Adore Delano performed. Adora which- was there. Yes. I adore- yes. Okay, sorry, but I don't mean to say <laughs> no, that, but no, I adore her. No, like she's amazing. amazing. Literally, and speaking of oh, that, it was. She's so ridiculous back when I used to live in Denver like we hung out at an after party once this outdoor club and when I walked in she was like I remember you and I was like I remember you too back in Denver like six years ago she was like I remember that too but no from TikTok (laughs) from TikTok and I was like so under the impression I was like oh you remember me from Denver and she was like no TikTok and I was like oh then, uh, but then it all came together when yeah, I showed yeah. her pictures and videos, and uh, it was just funny. Um, but yeah, so it was such an amazing event. They do it, I think, every three months. Um, it's awesome, awesome, awesome. Always 4 a.m., you know, and we love a good 4 a.m. Uh, I love dancing for it, but now Liter- that we have church on Sundays, I, I, I can't. I can't. Literally, I can't. literally. She's responsible. <laughs> She's old. Oh, that too. Yeah, so I'm also going to be, every week, I'll be going to um, a certain venue, to a certain event that they hold uh, and I'll be like looking and seeing what's going on and reporting back every week uh, like last night was what the fuck party and just reported on that and this week I think I'm going to do flicks on Thursday Kevy holds a amateur booty shaking contest oh. yeah and I think the prize is 200 or $250 oh that's cute yeah and it's like it's just it happened it was uh, an event that they did before the pandemic and they just brought it back and I love Kevy and I'm so happy and I'm just excited she is yeah. a fucking hoot and who was also at the event? I think Earth Intruder was dancing last. Yeah, there night. was a bunch. Oh, Jesus, there was a bunch, and it was um, Ellie. Ellie parties does the what the fuck party. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. which is John, my boss, John, John Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. Yes, yes, of yes, course, yes. of course, yeah, yeah. And DJ Taj was in the main room, and I was also working, so like I don't really remember the other DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad, but That's I know that I just know that in the main room it was DJ Taj, and it was a blast. I literally got out of there as soon as 2 a.m. hit because I had to be here early, and I was like, I don't want to be all crazy even on my birthday. I was like, no, girl, oh, yeah. gotta go. <laughs> Yeah, so also we have uh, Miriam T. Going to be every Monday for the next five Mondays doing trivia. Halloween-style trivia. This Monday, tomorrow night, will be witches from any type of anything. Movies, TV shows, from ever. Amazing. And then uh, we also have Dreamgirls on every Wednesday. And then we also have um, tonight is going to be Stunt. Every Sunday, strawberry corn cakes. Oh my God! The most amazing, amazing. party in San Diego. Literally, uh, it brought Sundays back to life. It really is. San well, Diego. it brought it brought queer queer culture to life in that San too. Diego. Yes, that, that, that's for exactly sure. Right. Yes, and tonight's gonna be hiding closet oh. from RuPaul's Drag Race. I love a good gap tooth. <laughs> Who is this? Hiding closet. Hiding closet. You know, I don't watch these shows. So the geniality of her season. I know, like the first six seasons, and after that, I'm like, huh? I do love her. <laughs> that's gonna be but cute. Yes. But then also Lips has a show every single night as well. And um, yeah, that's 
all the entertainment. There's all kinds of stuff going. There's all kinds so of much, things. So much, so much. I got a new. I got a new party that hasn't been uh, announced yet. Ooh. So this will be like the new announcement. So you know Franco from Fort Lauderdale, my friend Franco and Alessio. You know yeah. that live here yes, now. Okay, yes. so these are like old time friends of ours. But he was a big DJ back in Fort Lauderdale. So he's actually now the. The assistant manager at number one on fifth, oh. Franco is. So uh, we got together and we decided that we wanted to throw an old school Fort Lauderdale, early 2000s style party. Nice. So on the 15th, uh, so next Saturday on the 15th, um, uh, number one on fifth now has that new venue that's like right next door. It's like a dance. Yeah, it's like a little dance like... Um, dark room, great light system, great sound system, a little bar, and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to be throwing a new night um, hosted by me. Uh, very throwback. DJ Leilani will be DJing. Autumn, I love um, that. Yes, Autumn will be DJing, and it's going to be fucking crazy. I can't wait. That's the same night of our um, our haunted uh, house of glam here at Open <gasps> Mode. Yeah. So we'll definitely have to stop by after. Yes. Oh, oh, oh my goodness. There's oh something happening downstairs. Well, they're clapping because they know this is... We've come to the end of our podcast. You need a two-hour-long podcast. I do, I know. Especially when I'm on, because I won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like since we had a motivational moment coming in, I feel like, Khalil, can you uh, send us off with some words? Yes, beautiful. Um, I think today we've covered topics all the way from from freedom and safety and, and love and joy and stress and tea. Um, and I think that um, I am excited about again that these conversations are being active. And I um, and I encourage folks to stay in the conversation. There is so much. Um, there's so much joy and and love and community and, and understanding as much as possible about what's going on with folks and how we can participate in, in continuing to, to heal and take care of one another. Um, it is our job and we're doing that work here at GGTV and we invite you to do that work out in community. Um, so join us on this journey. Absolutely, can I get a gay man? Gay, gay man. man. And um, most importantly, vote. Get out there and vote. If you are not registered, it is your homework this week to go out and register because um, the ballot just came to my house, honey. It's unacceptable. At this point, if you're not registered, register to vote. Get out there, vote, make a difference. Um, thank you to my guests, Disco Dolly, Ariana Grinder, and Khalil. Um, I can't tell you how um, grateful I am to have this platform now and um, to have people want to be on it with me. Yes, so I'm so, so excited. Much. Thank you so much. This was an amazing experience. Yeah, I love you so much. Sister. And thank you, Bitch Boy. Yes. Thanks, Beth. <laughs> yeah. We love you. Yeah, we love you. GGTV, out.